You are listening to the authentic mommy, Amy Mulder. Join us right here for this parenting podcast in which we discuss the reality. Parenting sometimes sucks, but Jesus can help. It's not always great. It's not always horrible, but we all need Jesus. Join me, the authentic mommy, coming right now. mommy and I welcome you to this podcast about parenting um the tagline is is parenting sometimes sucks and Jesus can help so if you're needing someone to tell you how to parent this is not the podcast for you if you're needing someone who has all the answers this is not the podcast for you and if you're also needing someone to be the high authority on all things parenting there are plenty of those podcasts out here but not here. What I want to make sure that you know is that (laughs) this Authentic Mommy podcast is about sharing our experiences and also crying out to God, Lord, we need you as we parent. When they handed me my first little boy, I have three sons. One is now 14. One will turn 12 in March, and I have a 10-year-old. They are There at one time, I had three sons under the age of four, and they're still that close together, but it's a little easier to manage with the the ages they are right now. Um, When they handed me that new little newborn, and he was six pounds, 12 ounces, and 19 inches, so he looked like a really weird alien. You know, he had huge eyes and hadn't had any fat on his body at that time. They handed me this baby, and I remember thinking, shouldn't I take a class? Isn't there a book I haven't read? They're just going to hand me this baby? Now, he had just came out of my body, but I felt completely overwhelmed at the beginning. So I just busied myself getting my diaper bag together and trying to uh, trying to manage somehow I felt this pressure that I had never felt before. It is a difficult thing to be a mom, but it is also my greatest privilege. And I have spent the last 14 years on this journey asking myself, how does this work? Like, how is this very important part of my life being the mom to my children? How does it, how is it the most frustrating, the most overwhelming, the cause of a lot of um, arguments with my husband sometimes? How does that happen when I know how important it is? And also when I really do love my boys that much. So um, as we continue on this journey, I just want to let you know a couple of things. First of all, there will be a new episode that drops every Thursday by 3 p.m. So this is February 25th, 2021, and you are receiving this podcast on this Thursday. And every Thursday, there will be a new podcast episode. Sometimes it's just me. And sometimes I interview friends about different topics. I'm going to need you to engage on my Instagram and my Twitter and all of that information should be carefully um, within your reach. If you want some topics to be discussed, I did not realize until I hunted for a parenting podcast that there was this hole. So let me tell you a little bit about me to talk about this hole. 
first of all, I am a Nazarene pastor, which means I'm like a Wesleyan Christian pastor. And I am a mom of three. And I've been a pastor the whole time I have mommed. And I went to look for a parenting podcast to listen to. Now there's people, there's parenting podcasts with the experts. And for whatever reason, sometimes those get me feeling a little dry, like, oh my goodness, I'm never going to be able to attain to that. Also, I would encourage you to check your experts because a lot of these so-called parenting experts don't have uh, children and it's really hard to take them seriously because what in the name of goodness do you know? And also, I saw a lot of parenting podcasts that were like really good for Catholic moms. And I have so many Catholic friends and I love Catholic people, but I'm not Catholic. So I didn't know what the heck they were talking about half of the time. And the other thing I saw was a lot of parenting podcasts that were like, wine o'clock, drink up. And I don't drink. So I'm like, well, okay. Then I saw on the other end of the spectrum, there's a lot of homeschooling podcasts, which is good, but I don't homeschool. And then a lot of ones that are like very fundamental, like women, this is your role. Well, I just need to let you know, I've never um, aspired to a role as a mom and a pastor. I have just been trying to live this. I also want you to know that I get that some of you, when you received the kid in your arms, you didn't feel overwhelmed. You felt like this is my purpose. My destination is in front of me. And you actually received more peace than you had before. I was 30 years old when I became Ford's mom. Now, one thing you need to know about the Mulders is all of our children are named after cars and this is done on purpose. Okay. (laughs) My husband's name is Devin and he was named after the car Devin and his two sisters are named after car related things. And so when we became pregnant with, um, the very first grandchild, it was about six months after my father-in-law had untimely passed away at the age of 51 And everyone assumed that we would name him David after my father-in-law. But we looked around and Devin said, could we name him after a car? And I'm like, sure, there's got to be some car name that I love, right? There's got to be something. And we came up with the name Ford, F-O-R-D, like Ford is around that much. So while Ford was in womb, I went around to my entire family and said, this is the name. We don't care if you don't like it, friends. This is the name we're giving him. So you have until he's born to like it. And it turned out to be an amazing thing. My second son, my middle boy, is Cooper David Mulder. And he is actually the most like his grandpa. So it's really great that he got his middle name. And Cooper was born um, in 2009. He is about two and a half years younger than Ford. And then when I had a three-year-old and an eight-month-old, I found out I was pregnant again. Now, let me give you a little bit of a history here. When I was 30, I had Ford. When I was 33, I had Cooper. And I was now going to be pregnant and turning 35. And Devin and I were talking about him having a procedure so that no more children would come. We thought these two boys were great. We loved having the two boys. And I didn't really feel this need to have any more kids. Um, Cooper's delivery was a little bit medically precarious. And so I didn't truly want um, to go through that again. It was pretty painful and pretty bad. And then I became pregnant 
my husband was going on an, a missions trip to Haiti and it must've been the send off friends. It must've been the send off. And there he was, I was going to have another kid. I am not someone that ever really wanted to be a mom. I loved kids. I always have loved kids. I've been a teacher. I've taught, I love children. I love little kids. I love everything. But being a mom felt like there was this big constraint on it. Like if there's, there's who you are and when you become a mom, you lose all of yourself. And I was really terrified of all of that. And then here I was going to be a mom of three kids and I had not a clue. I remember crying out to God and saying, I can't do this. Because, and I also remember looking at Devin, it was such a different experience because we were trying to get pregnant with Ford. And so when I became pregnant with Ford, it was like, oh, yeehaw, we're pregnant. It was an exciting thing. And when I became pregnant with Cooper, we hadn't officially started trying, but we were thinking about having another child. So it wasn't this big, um, you know, gut punch. But I had a three-year-old and an eight-month-old, and I'm pregnant again. That means they'll be 17 months apart. Are you kidding me? And I remember looking at Devin, and I had about eight pregnancy tests completely lined up in the bathroom. And I called Devin over, and I showed him all the pregnancy tests, and he just went, could it be a mistake? And I went, maybe. So I called the doctor, and I said, hey, I've got all these pregnancy tests that said I'm pregnant, but I'm sure I'm not really, I'm sure it could be a mistake. And they just went, congratulations. And then I was pregnant with Tucker. We were in um, a church in Texas at that time, pastoring in Port Arthur, Texas, on the border of Louisiana and Texas, on Louisiana and Texas. And... Um, I had a lot of parishioners, a lot of women that were dealing with infertility, that wanted to be pregnant, weren't getting pregnant. And I couldn't share how absolutely terrified I was because they were so happy for me. I really was, I was praying about this, like, Lord, I stink at the being a mama too. And then there's going to be another one. And I don't know what I'm doing. I, I'm really failing have you not noticed, Lord, that I yelled at people and I messed up and I just don't know what I'm doing. I don't have it together. I don't even have one duck in a row. It's like all the ducks are all over the pond and I don't know how to even get them in one line. I am lost. I am confused. And now I'm having another one. I almost didn't even admit to myself that there was going to be another baby. I was probably six months pregnant before I went, okay, this is happening. It was like some sort of weird denial. And I was praying. I said, Lord, I cannot do this. I cannot do this. And that's when I heard the voice of God say to me, you are absolutely right, Amy. You cannot do this. You need me. And that was the moment that I surrendered completely to God and said, okay. But I have to tell you, as I was pregnant with Tucker, I really didn't know completely that when he was delivered and I held him, I wouldn't know how I would feel. I was feeling so burdened and woefully out of my depth. I really didn't know at all that I would just love him like I loved my other boys. Because, you know, of course, when I came up pregnant again, I'm like, well, now I'll get a girl, right? Because I have two boys. Now I'll get a girl. 
Guess what? No, there, that was not the story. That was not the story. Another boy, three boys. Are you sure, Lord? And the other interesting thing that happened on my motherhood journey is that when I was about nine months, eight months pregnant, about eight months pregnant, we were on vacation in Michigan. My um, Devin is from Michigan. That's where we live. We live in Muskegon, Michigan. And I am from Texas. That's where we were pastoring in Port Arthur, Texas. And on a vacation with his mom, uh, we received a call to go interview at this church. And we were not looking to leave the church that we were at in Port Arthur. Everything was going well. And um, I thought that, okay, we'll just go to this interview. And I was very pregnant at the time. So this was probably like end of August and Tucker was born in November. So I, so I wasn't nine months. I was like seven, whatever. And I was, I was interviewing with him pregnant. We told them how we passed her. And um, it was this interview where I knew that that was tell Devin any of these feelings, because the last thing I wanted to do is being about to have my third kid and move. It seemed like a horrible, horrible idea. And here's what happened. We were driving away from this church that we just interviewed at at an interview we were not looking for because our church in Texas was doing great and we were happy. And and there's a high school directly across the church we're at now at Breakwater Church of the Nazarene. And I felt God say to me, your boys will graduate from that high school. And I just sort of pushed it aside. And the next day, Devin said, you know, Aim, I really feel like this could be it for us. I feel like our boys will graduate from that high school. And I said to Devin, well, I told you that, right? I said that to you. And he said, no, you didn't say that to me. And that's when we knew the Holy Spirit had come upon us and given us a very distinct path for our life. Now, my hunch was if the Holy Spirit comes and tells you a specific thing that you're supposed to do, and it's confirmed by your husband and your partner, and you are able to manage that, what I really thought was, well, Lord, if you call me there, you will make it all easy. And that is not what happened. And I wouldn't have told you that that's what I thought. I wouldn't have told you that I thought, well, if I follow God's call and move when I'm hugely pregnant, it'll be great. And it wasn't. And so this is the, 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 the impetus of this podcast is that we call, Lord, I need you all the time as a mom. When we moved here to Muskegon, Michigan from Port Arthur, Texas, I um, made sure that I was in the van with my dad because I was so pregnant. I needed to stop like every, I don't know, to pee. (laughs) We moved to Michigan October 1st and Tucker was born November 5th. So that's how pregnant I was. And um, as we came up to Michigan, I had never driven in snow. Um, And my four-year-old, my almost two-year-old and, you know, the baby that got born, Tucker, uh, he... They had never put on winter clothes. So I was teaching my preschoolers how to put on 
mittens and hats and gloves, and it took 75,000 years. I remember waking up at five in the morning and being like, okay, I will be on time today. I'm going to get everybody ready. We're going to be okay. And we were still late. I just struggled completely. And here it was, I have a new baby. And I told you I was really worried that when I saw him that I would feel overwhelmed because, you know, we weren't making a ton of money. We had just moved. Um, The people at the church, we weren't sure about them and they weren't acting all wonderful. And I didn't have any friends at that point. And all of this junk that that I encountered. But when... We, I went into labor with Tucker at Sam's Club, and they performed this, the C-section a little early because I was in labor. And they handed him to me. I had all this doubt. Lord, will I like him? Will I love him? And I remember looking at his beautiful face. He was my most beautiful newborn. And I thought, oh, buddy, where have you been? I have missed you. Where have you been? I have missed you. And I can't imagine our family without that third boy. But what I will tell you is I completely doubted that God's plan would ever be okay for me. And God gave me the the words of a hymn that my grandmother taught me around her piano during that time. And the words are, whatever it takes to draw me closer to you, Lord, that's what I'll be willing to do. Um, And this, this hymn, I would sing it all the time. And it was what it was. Well, whatever it takes to draw me closer to you, Lord, that's what I'll be willing to do. But whatever it takes to be more like you, that's what I'll be willing to do. I'll trade sunshine for rain, laughter for pain. That's what I'll be willing to do. For whatever it takes, even if my heart breaks, that's what I'll be willing to do. And I want to be like Jesus more than anything. There's certain times where I, I, I miss the mark, but I really, really want to be a mom that is godly. I want to be a pastor that is godly. I want to be a godly friend, a godly wife, and just godly Amy Mulder, godly, authentic mommy. And I did not know that the overwhelming task of being a mom of three boys under four was the thing that was going to help me lean into the quintessential truth that I need the Lord every moment, every minute, every breath. And that song talks about pain and all of us have had pain. But what we really miss out on is when we forget that we are not alone. On this podcast, on the Authentic Mommy podcast, we will always go to scripture. And I just even though I sang a hymn that's a little scripture-ish, um, I just want to let you know that I am a, 
you know, qualified ordained pastor in the Church of the Nazarene, not through a online certificate. And I have my Master's of Divinity in um, missions, and that also means in scriptural interpretation. And so I, I, when I come to scripture, it is with a learned heart. But as a mom, I want to give you this scripture from my mom heart that also knows about scripture. So when Paul was writing the Corinthians, he said this, he said this in 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9, but he said to me, and this is God talking to Paul, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. I'm going to read that one more time because if you're listening, you may need a little bit of emphasis for you. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. One of the versions talks about this resting on me. Um, and what I really want to, to, for you to realize is that grace is sufficient for you to do every day, but that Christ's power rests on you on that moment when your weaknesses are what you give and surrender to the Lord. Christ wants to fill you so much that you recognize how much you need him and that that is the difference between you having the power to do yet another load of laundry, to take a breath before you yell at your kids. Um, This is an important thing that we have, being moms. And I'm going to get real with you. I have never actually felt comfortable as a mom. But that's not the goal My goal as an authentic mom is someone who loves Jesus and knows that Jesus can help me. My goal is to continually surrender at the feet of Jesus and say, I don't get this. Could you help me? Because I guarantee you, if these three boys that God has called me to raise, if these three boys see their mom praying in moments of weakness, see their mom glorying in her weakness because Christ fills weakness, see this, this narrative that, boys, I don't know what I'm doing, but I call upon the name of the living God because, Lord, I need you. That is the moment that I become what God is calling me to be, truly his daughter. So this, this day, as you go throughout your day, As you continue um, on this motherhood journey, may you recognize that you are not alone. And if we get real, some of us have been overwhelmed from the beginning. Some of us have felt like we found our purpose, but all of us need the living God. Lord, we need you. Well, join me here every Thursday. The new podcast episode will drop every Thursday at three and God's blessings on you.